as uh, we can see the Trump jet uh, just uh, beginning to edge its way to the main part of the runway before taking off and is heading to New York and that's where we're heading as well because Gary O'Donoghue, our correspondent, is there. And Gary, just uh, why don't you start by setting out the scene where you are? Well, Matthew, we're outside the, the courthouse here in Lower Manhattan, which is also the, the office for the district attorney. And this is where uh, the president, the former president, rather, will come tomorrow for his arraignment. All those details still being worked out, the minutiae of what's happening. But you saw there his plane starting to take off from Florida. It'll be a two and a half, maybe three hour maximum flight from, uh, from West Palm here up to LaGuardia in Queens here in New York. We understand and he'll probably take a, a motorcade through to Trump Tower, his building in Midtown. Uh, and that's where he'll stay overnight and before coming for his arraignment tomorrow. And you can tell from looking around here that there's a, a lot of worldwide interest in what's happening to Donald Trump, the first ever former president to be charged with a crime. Uh, and I think this will only grow over the day and certainly tomorrow. A lot of planning going on in this city. The New York Police Department, uh, the Secret Service, of course, which looks after former presidents. He has a, a detachment of people who look after him all the time. They will be coming too. Uh, and the authorities from the court as well, trying to work out all the details of that, uh, that event tomorrow, which will be one of those kind of moments in time, uh, an image for the ages, if you like, where a former president uh, will be arrested. And Gary, as we continue to watch the jet, as we listen to you, uh, we were just saying a little earlier that uh, the judge uh, apparently will decide at some stage today about some of the detail of what the world will actually see from the courtroom itself. That's right. The judge has a, a certain amount of discretion in these matters, and certainly a group of media organisations have been putting pressure on to allow cameras into the hallways and into the court for this arraignment, uh, making the argument that it is of such public interest that it's important that the public gets to see these proceedings. They've also been arguing that the indictment, that's the list of charges, possibly up to 30 or more separate charges, that that list of charges is made public sooner rather than later. In other, not, in other words, not wait until tomorrow, until the former president has pled and in front of a judge and has left the building, but that should happen today. We're waiting to hear from Judge Juan Meshon about his rulings on that, nothing that we can tell so far that he's decided. Uh, his, his history apparently is that he's not too keen on having cameras around, so that maybe give you some indication, but these are extraordinary circumstances, as, as everyone knows, so there will be significant pressure on him uh, to do things uh, differently. However, they've got to do it by the book, and that's important to them. And one of the things that is in question is whether or not uh, there'll be this classic mugshot taken tomorrow. Uh, I think some of the authorities are concerned that that could uh, somehow become politicised, that it's not, generally speaking, released in the state of New York under New York state law. And bear in mind, this is not a federal case. This is a, a case that's being brought by prosecutors in the state of New York, and in this case, uh, on the island of Manhattan.
We'll talk more about the politics in a moment, but in terms of what we will learn tomorrow, apart from all the optics that you were taking us through, the absolutely key will be in the detail of the charges, won't it? Yes, it will. And there's been a lot of speculation about this, as you can imagine. No one's seen them yet. Not even Donald Trump has, uh, has seen those charges yet. He doesn't get to see them until he arrives here uh, tomorrow. And I think the key thing people will be look, looking for is what, which of those charges rise to the level of what's called in America a felony. So you get two types of crime or two kind of levels of crime in the United States. You have misdemeanors, uh, which really attract a, a jail sentence potentially of up to a year. And then anything that's more than a year uh, tends to be classed as a felony in the United States. Now, it doesn't mean you get jail term even if you're convicted for misdemeanors or felonies, but that's the distinction. And people, I think, will be looking for those that are classed as a felony, and that could be a combination, if you like, of potential financial crimes with other crimes related to uh, federal election law that rises to that level. If it were just a list of misdemeanors, then I think people would be wondering why, what all the fuss is about. But people will be combing through that detail tomorrow. They will be going through it bit by bit. It does sound like a lot of charges, doesn't it? And the only thing I can think of, and this again is pure speculation on my part, I'm not a lawyer, is that when you look at the detail of this case, it does seem to relate to a whole series of payments to Michael Cohen, what he says were reimbursements for the money he paid Stormy Daniels. Uh, before the 2016 election, 11 days before the 2016 general election, that $130,000. He was paid back in instalments. So, you know, there are multiple acts, if you like, if that is true, in that uh, financial accounting that took place. So you can see potentially how there's, you know, a couple of indictments per transaction, if that's what they're thinking. That, on my part, is pure speculation. But... That's why, you know, I think that's a way in which you could possibly explain the high number of, of actual charges that, are, that people are talking about, potentially. And, Gary, in terms of uh, the extraordinary drama we're going to see over the, last, uh, the next 24 hours, where are the public, the US public, in all of this? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, the public is difficult to generalise, I think. I think a lot of people are bemused by this. Certainly a lot of those that are supporters of, of Donald Trump are very much fired up by this. We've seen that uh, over the last few days. We've seen that at that rally in Waco, Texas a few days ago as well. You've actually interestingly seen it in the polls of Republicans uh, in terms of the nomination for next year's general election. Donald Trump has, has, is now the, the clear front runner and he wasn't before this all started, he, it was very more, much more neck and neck. So he's had a he's had a bounce in that in that sense amongst core Republican supporters. He raised five raised five million dollars in 48 hours after the indictment was was announced. In terms of the more general public, I think that's difficult to gauge at this stage. Uh, I mean, you talk to people anecdotally, and and you hear the whole the whole spectrum. You hear people who think that uh, it's about time. And then you hear people saying you shouldn't be doing that to former presidents and, and they come from all different walks of life. So I, I think uh, we're, in, we're in uncharted territory. It's a cliche, I know, but it's, it's genuinely true 
in this particular case. Uh, and, I mean, one thing I've been saying all along during this process is that this, this event for Donald Trump is, you know, it's clearly a problem, but it's also an opportunity for him. It's a problem because who wants to be charged? And there could be other charges and other cases. We know that. But at the same time, it allows him to renew himself as an outsider. And being an outsider, breaking the mould, saying things that people wouldn't say, that was what got him the nomination. That he steamrolled to the nomination in 2016. It wasn't a close-run thing. He blew his opponents out of the water with that political playbook. And, of course, the problem with being an outsider is you can only play it once unless you can renew. And here's a way of renewing. Gary, I'm pausing only because I have half an eye on the Trump jet, which uh, looks like it's uh, making its final manoeuvres before the actual takeoff. And uh, you mentioned there in uh, your answer that, of course, uh, this setting a precedent for a former president uh, facing criminal charges. But, of course, the backdrop is he wants to be the next American president and how all of this impacts that political run. But that uh, is months away as we see the jet begin to take off. Tomorrow will be all about what happens in the courtroom in New York. Uh, I'm coming to the end of uh, my programme as you watch the jet take off. A pointer to viewers here in the UK. They will have the six o'clock news with Rita Chakrabarti in a moment or two. But uh, we will also continue uh, this coverage uh, with Yada Hakim taking us through those events, uh, both in Florida and as Donald Trump heads to New York. Thanks for watching. See you next time.